to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Good morning, everybody. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me is my beautiful and lovely co-host, Alexa Hauser. Hi, How every- are you today, love? Oh, I'm doing We're gonna great. We're going to interview you. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm just having some breakfast with everybody. Just having some um, liquid breakfast. I'm just having some little power shake because um, I don't want to get sick, so- that's a good I'm reason. Drinking my power shake and my green stuff and all the things. And then my coffee to lower the immune system. So it works out well. It's a balancing act. I don't know. Does coffee lower the uh, – listen. Allegedly I, it does. I've come to a, like a whole new thing about coffee. I'm like, I you remember know because like a year ago you were like anti-coffee. Okay. I've been obsessed with coffee to an unhealthy level. Then I was anti-coffee. I was like, you know what? Like everyone's telling me all these things about coffee. I need to chill out. And it it really did chill me out and I was very calm. But here's what I realized. Like I was a little too calm. I was a little too relaxed. And then I was like, you know what? I think my drug of choice is coffee. I think think it actually helps me feel excited and motivated and like a little adrenaline. And I think I need that. And, you know, I and this is it, it just is making me realize like everybody has their drug of choice that works for their body. And I don't mean like a hard drug like, you know, heroin or anything. I mean like, you know, maybe My it's, drug of choice is heroin. Yeah. But maybe it's like something that other people are like, oh, well, that's negative. Because first of all, yeah. there's any substance in the universe. Somebody has written a book on why it's not good for you. But for some people, it really helps them, you know? So yeah. – that's like my people with ADD, coffee yeah. actually does the opposite. It, low, it chills you out. Yeah. My husband is one of those people that is on ADD medication. or Yeah. And he can drink coffee and it will actually help him. It's pretty cool. That's Good why we were talking about this on another episode, how like we – yeah, it depending what you have, like you need a, a certain substance to like balance that out or a certain chemical to balance that out. So mm-hmm. – Hey, this is just another reason why you always have to tune in with yourself and ask yourself, how does this make me feel versus I think putting all the power in what the world says about that. Because again, like you'll definitely find someone who's said something negative about anything. And I think you really have to decide like, well, but if this makes me feel good, if this makes me feel powerful, then don't I want to feel that way? Isn't that okay? You know? It's interesting. I um, started eating meat again and it was very strange because it was just like a craving that I was having. And normally I get really skeeved out by meat, like the the idea of it. I can't really, I can't handle it. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I was really picky about where the meat was coming from and like how it was raised and it was kosher meat and all of that. Um, and it's a little bit, it's not like every meal I'm eating meat. Um, and I just, it didn't feel as bad as it has in the past. It really didn't. It felt like, okay, this is a, like, I'm an animal. This is a chain of events. This is a life cycle. Um, but I still don't agree with like the way they're kept and raised and slaughtered and stuff like that. But I feel like if you know, like, um, one of my friends has a farm and they raise animals for slaughter. That's what the purpose of the farm is. But actually, like the way that they're raised and things like that, it's very, um, it's not only healthy humane. for the animal, it's very humane. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. And they're like loved and named and they're like a pet. And then they, they pass. It's, it's such, a, like such a dicey it's such a dicey topic. I was actually – I just – me and my partner went out to dinner this weekend and we – the whole time we were at dinner, we had the most in-depth conversation about th- that exact topic, about like eating meat, about the fa- factory yeah. farming, about the way animals are treated, about – and we yeah. like really had a – because he eats meat and he loves meat and he loves cheese, but he also loves animals. He's like a huge – he absolutely like he just melts over animals. And so I had this whole conversation of like, but do you understand like what you're basically supporting when you go to wag- – not saying like don't eat meat like you're such a whatever – not accusing him or anything, just saying like having this conversation of like, do you actually understand what's happening when you go to Wegmans, which is where he loves to go, and you buy the meat there? And he's like, yeah, "Yeah, I do. And I don't agree with that. I think humans are really gluttonous. But at the same time, I don't think that like you shouldn't be allowed to eat. We just went into this whole conversation. I was actually surprised because it was like the calmest um, a debate like we've ever had. And that's like a pretty intense subject to debate with someone. I mean, like yeah. people can get really, really up in arms about that. Hey, Heather. Heather says, yay, Hi, catching Heather. alive. Yeah. Um, the friend that does it, her whole belief system about it is that if you're going to eat meat, you should not, you should be willing to kill the animal if you're going to eat that's it. That's what I said. I was like, if you, that's what I said. If you want to eat meat, you yeah. should be the one that actually goes and kills it because, like, that's what's happening behind I, – I, my argument was, like, I just don't think that humans are really understanding what's yeah. going on behind the scenes. Yeah. We just have this association. It's like, it's meat. It's food. That's dinner. Yeah. It's like – It's in the grocery store. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it no, makes sense. It makes it sense. It had a the, whole life. Right. And it it can have a whole really terrible life. And I think that I really do think that there should be more transparency so that humans can actually see and associate, okay, to eat this, that means that this is happening. And again, it doesn't mean that like you should never eat meat. It's just like we should have more association with like how this meat is coming to be. Um, Like the difference between, excuse me, like eggs, the difference between cage free and range free. Yeah. Do we know the difference between that? And do you know, like, the factory, like, as far as, like, factory farming, like Whole Foods, for example, calling people out, they had a big issue a couple of years ago because their cage-free meant that they were, the chickens were allowed to go outside for five minutes a day out of a five-foot, or no, like a three-foot by three-foot square and these are thousands of chickens. Yeah. So there is no way that all of these chickens are getting outside. Yeah. Just no way. Or like that they cut their beaks off while they're alive so they don't yeah. peck each other while they're in there. 
Like these are things that I I don't know if a lot of people know about, like how they're treated. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like I saw this picture one um, the other day. It was really interesting, and it was this cute little. Um, I forget if it was a puppy or if it was a kitten. I don't remember. It was a baby animal on top of live chickens, live baby chicks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how the fuck is this cute? Mm -hmm. You are suffocating the other animals underneath this animal. Mm -hmm. How is this okay? This is not, this is not cute. Like Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be Easter and like adorable, but it just got me thinking. And then like, you're taking in all of the energy when you eat those those animals. You're taking in their their the fear way that they were, and their sadness, yeah, their fear and their sadness, and their hopelessness, all of it. yeah, <clears throat> their disease. So, I think yeah. they just announced there's like all this disease coming out of the uh, oh, there's like swine flu um, with all this pork that just came from China. They all the product that just came from there into the U.S. They found like swine mm. flu with a. It, the the point is like I think we we need to just be more intentional about what we're doing and about like like especially the food and the way that like we just need to understand. Actually, I saw this video and this is very this is gonna be very controversial. I'm like I'm interested to know what the listeners uh, think about this, but I saw something where there's actually a VR experience where you can put on the VR and you see how your meat is made, like. AK, you're gonna you're literally gonna be there seeing like Holy these terrible, shit. terrible things. Nope. No, no, but here's the controversial part. This woman or this mom who's vegan showed her child said, Where does meat come from? And she took him and showed him and he and there's vid- there's video and pictures and he's just of course is destroyed and is like, I'm never meeting this again. And he's t- terrified and traumatized. But she was like, her perspective was like, well, he asked and this is what's happening and I want him to know. And I was talking about that with my partner and my partner's like, but that's not fair. Like, that's not okay to like traumatize a child whose brain is still developing and all this. And I'm like, right. Like, I don't, I agree. Like, I don't know if I think that's okay. Like, I don't think I would do that to my child because I just, I remember being traumatized about things much less severe than that when I was younger and it still sticks with me. But I do think that if, you know, I do think that children should be able to understand and know and not just like, oh, it comes from a cow that's on a, you know, like a, just like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, actually like they're murdered and, you know, they're killed in a certain way. Like you should actually know that. Um, But anyway, this, this. Yeah, but, but Bryn won't eat meat because of like that. She yeah. won't eat it. Just knowing like, that alone. Just knowing that alone won't yeah. eat it. And I've talked to them about it and I've explained like, no, they're not kept well. And sometimes they're alive when they die. They're alive like as their yeah, being. skin is being ripped off. Ugh, like it's, it's so very terrible. intense. Yeah. Like pork is, is terrible. Um, But the VR experience, the reason that I don't agree with that, just really quick, if we could circle back to that, your brain is developing when you're young. And actually, you're not supposed to use a virtual reality experience before the age of 13 because you don't understand the difference between what is reality and what is not reality. Well, I mean, you could that I mean, question. You could just – But that's not the It's the same as like just going there. You could go there and see. Yeah, but still, like, man, no. Oh, my God. What? I feel like that's so sad. What? It's so sad. Because some of those virtual realities are terrifying. 
very yeah, because scary. it's very real. But that's the thing. It's like it's just making it so that it's as if you're there. It's as if you're actually there. I mean, a lot of virtual realities are taking you into realities that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise. But right, this you right. could see. You could go there. I mean, my my partner's best. I don't know if you can. No, my know. partner's best friend. My partner's best friend from college actually went when he was abroad in Thailand. He actually part of his study. He had to go and watch this happen in person, and he came home and was like done. Not, I'm not eating meat. And he didn't eat meat for like a whole year. Now he's eating meat again. But it traumatized him so much because he was there watching it. It was part of his program that he had to do. Mm. So you can. But I would I would imagine they wouldn't let a five-year-old in a factory and let – That's true. They might not let a fact, five-year-old factory. That's true. I'm just saying. Um, okay. Go ahead. Let's, but, let's go to this topic today. Well, yeah. Five. So this – well, hold on. Let's read some comments here before we go into it. Uh, Lisa said, yes, I woke up to this recently. Unfortunately, I've been told by my team that a vegetarian diet isn't right for me, so I'm having to be extremely selective about what I'm eating. Heather said, our kiddos thank the animal that died just so we can live every time we eat meat like Pocahontas. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, you that's know, what I've been doing, Heather, actually. I've been saying like a prayer and sending love to the animal and thinking it for existing and yeah. Because like back in, you know, back before we had these factories, right? Like it's not that people didn't eat – humans didn't eat meat. They did. Right. They would hunt and kill the meat. Yeah. But I I feel like the difference – and I think ARC-9 has expressed this is the difference as well is that um, the difference is you're actually very intentional that like I need satiated – I need nu- nutrients. Yeah. I need – and so there's this animal and – you know, I'm going to intentionally um, take on this animal for my sustenance, right? And then, but there is like a thank, a thank, a thanking, and an appreciation for that animal's life. Whereas now, again, it's just like it's like my partner says, just gluttony. It's just like, well, and just taking for granted that like, you know, an animal died for you to have this. So the idea though of eating like chicken, like okay, I'm gonna be real bitchy for a minute. Everybody, hold on tight. You know, when you have your turkey and Thanksgiving and you have the skin on top, Mm -hmm. right? Does everybody know what I'm talking about? And it's all crunchy and delicious and stuff. What the fuck? You're eating an animal's skin. Yeah. Take that in for a second. Because I can't do it anymore because it grosses me. It's like (laughs) someone eating my skin and being like, delicious. I love it. No, I can't. I can't handle it. Well, it's the same – dude, recently, you know what really freaked me out? You know what I love? I used to be obs- – I told you guys on this podcast my diet in like six years ago used to be Pop-Tarts and uh, uh, Sour Patch Kids. Like literally every day, Pop-Tarts, Sour Patch Kids, maybe a little pasta at night was a horrible diet and it caused me a lot of health issues. But I was on a lot of Adderall and that's what I was like craving. Um the gum, why it's interesting. Keep the, going. Because your sugar – it does something to your blood sugar. It yeah. makes you crave sugar. Um, your, the Sour Patch Kids, like the gummy stuff, I just yeah. recently, like, I, so I ate some recently a couple and it would turn to my stomach and I'm just like, ugh, like, and finally I, I made this connection. I'm like, oh yeah, that's animal bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm yep. eating. Just glue. It's just melted yep. down into these little gummy things. Blah. Ugh. So done with that. Yeah. When um, I thought about going vegan, I started like diving real deep into it a couple of years ago. And I realized like gummies are made from animal bones. And it doesn't like really – once you're more ah. sensitive to your body, it actually – I can feel what it does to my body. It does not like that. Um, I wish my body didn't like meat. I really do. 
my but body maybe, is like but, pretty but maybe okay it, with it. But maybe it needs it right now. Like like Lisa yeah. said, right now, like maybe her body needs something in there. And that's, again, it goes back to this initial conversation of like, you know, like coffee. It's like, oh, well, coffee's not good for you. It's like, well, maybe my body wants it right now. And maybe there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that Abraham Hicks says this a lot. It's like your body will tell you what it wants when it wants it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to want meat forever. Maybe just right now, whatever you're going through, it wants meat and you're listening to the craving. And as long as you're being intentional about it, you know, I think that's, I think that's okay. And just wrapping up on this whole, um, meat and dairy and animal rights, uh, issue, um, some, my partner made a really good point to me. He was like, he was like, listen, even if we all right now, the whole planet made the decision to switch from no meat to like a vegetarian diet, I don't know if the planet could sustain it. And I was like, I don't know if we'd have enough for everyone. Yeah. Like, And I was like, oh, yeah, that is very interesting. He's like, right. So it's happening slowly. It's turning over slowly. We're figuring out the ways to like supplement this. And I was like, that's true. I don't know if if everyone made the decision right now if there would be a way to get everyone all the vegetables they need and all the nutrients they need. So it gave me kind of more patience and like, hey, this is happening. Things are shifting. It's happening at the pace. It could, Sure, could it happen faster? I'm sure it could. But it's happening at a pace where we're, you know, it's making it's a it's a slightly more graceful transition. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy said, "Yes, I think it's about the meaning we subconsciously assign to everything." Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Have you ever? Yeah, oh, go ahead, continue. No, it's okay. Sorry. I thought you were done. No, I was, but I was going to transition what we're talking about into the topic today. So oh, go ahead. Okay, let's do that then. Okay. Well, so the whole reason this is actually this is actually coming up is. We were talking about um, how there's actually – we are very powerful beings. Like we – whether we want to recognize it or not or whether we can recognize it or not, we're actually making a lot of shifts right yeah. now in our society. So one of our listeners, Carolyn, me- emailed us the other day and said, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but People is doing their first annual kindness issue. Um, Yay. and you know, people magazine, it's all about like celebrities and you know, it's in the tra- past, it's been kind of like trashy tabloid, like entertainment <laughs> gossip stories. And now they're doing their kindness issue. And that was a really interesting thing to note because it's like, wow. Okay. So people magazine is noticing what do people want to read about? They what do they want to see? They want to they want to read about kindness. They want to read about other celebrities or p- examples of people who are kind and people who are doing good things in the world. And this is just one example of a way that we as humans are actually affecting uh, like the mass corporations and the mass publications and like we really are having an effect. And you could also look at the dairy and the meat industry like. Dairy sales are lower lower than they've ever been. I think like so many um, – I've seen so many stories of dairy farms going out of business and now having to switch over to like soy and other things to supplement it. Um, and, you know, like look at the rise of meat alternatives like the Impossible Burger or the Beyond Burger and how big of a crave craze that is. And actually I think mm-hmm. Burger King sales just like went up higher than they've 
been before because of their new like vegetarian option not saying like burger king is the best just saying it's really interesting to see how our awakening and our consciousness our rise in consciousness is actually really affecting these giant corporations and we do have a lot of power yeah i agree with you like i think it's really i think it's really awesome and i think kindness is becoming um the new, the new cool thing to do. The new black. The new- <laughs> kindness is the new black. Um, but I love it because I that's what this episode is being called. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. I love it because it's it's a good thing. So I want to invite people to do something nice for someone that they don't know and don't tell anybody about it this holiday season mm. because I think it's so. I've never, I posted this one time and I'm going to share it just for the sake of this. Every year, my family and I go and we buy a meal and toys and everything for someone living in a hotel. Because I remember being that person in the hotel during Christmas and it was fucking horrible. So we go and we drop it off at the front and we leave. One year we did wait and watch and we wanted to see the reactions and stuff. This year I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to pay off somebody's um, layoff um thing at Walmart. Oh, layaway. Layaway. Thank you. Layaway. Layoff. Layaway. I'm going to pay off their whole lay. Their whole I'm not going to pay their whole salary. <laughs> I don't have that kind of yeah. money, but I can throw like a hundred bucks at somebody. Yeah. But anyway, no, but I invite someone to do something nice like that for a family in need that, um, and you don't brag about it on Facebook or you don't post about it or anything like that. Yeah. You just do it to be nice, you know? Yeah. And then if you are in need, because I have also been on the receiving end of this, tell somebody that you need help mm. because that's hard. That's really hard. When I was a single mom and I was 22, Riley, what, Riley and I were on, there's a tree angel here. So you put your name on the Salvation Army and they give your kid presents because you can't afford them. And I still have that ornament that they give you where his little name and his age and what he wants and all of that. And it's just like this reminder of like, be kind to people because you never know what people are going through. You don't know their struggle. And be kind just because it is contagious and it Mm. passes on very quickly. So there's this – TV, there's this like Facebook page that does like awesome videos that I love. It's called like, I forget what it's called. It's called, I don't know. I'll, I'll post it in the show notes if I can find it. But they usually are doing kind of like prank stuff like on college campuses, like not not mean pranks, kind of like where they're like dancing awkwardly or they're doing something awkward and they're just getting people's reactions. But a lot of like one third of the things that they actually do because they have such a big channel and they make so much money off of it is they'll actually like buy a ton of iPods or they'll buy a ton of earbuds or a laptop with tons of MacBooks and they'll go around and they'll give them to kids like on the campus. And that's like some of the videos they do too is like they're just But one of the videos they did, which was much simpler, and I love this video so much, is they cut everyone in a grocery store line. Like, so it's a hidden camera, right? So they cut everyone in the grocery store line, and you see everyone in line go, what the hell are you doing? Like, dude, and they're getting so pissed off. And um, they're like, oh, sorry, I'm cutting you because I wanted to pay for all of your stuff. And you see, like, the disarm, you know, they're all, like, up, they're all puffed up, ready to, like, fight because they're getting cut. And then all of a sudden, they're like, what? And they're like, yeah. I'm paying for you. And they're like, no, you're not. And they're like, yeah, I am. 
And they're, they're, they're like, I don't care what you say. Like, I'm paying. And so almost every time they did this in the video, they leave and the camera's still on the people. And the person behind them is like, well, I guess I'm going to do the same thing. And they pay for the person behind them. And it just passes on like a chain. And it's really amazing to see something like this and see how contagious it is to help. You know, just like that spirit of giving. Yeah. Because, like, that person could have easily been like, okay, cool, like, that's my lucky day. And that would be fine. But the fact that they feel inspired then to give, it's like, that's what it's about. It's about, like, cultivating that love and that energy of, like, wow, someone is giving to me. And that means, like, I could give to someone else and, like, cultivate this energy. And so I think that's also a big part of it is, like, realizing humans are really um, – humans humans have – such generosity in their hearts it just needs to be inspired and they need to like be put off of like the defense or the offense and made to realize like hey someone loves you you know yeah I love that idea at the grocery store because like you go through Starbucks and during the holidays and sometimes that happens and I always think like oh yay people with money like get a free coffee and like I always feel like thanks like, yeah. It's really cool, but like, thanks. And then the grocery store, like, you could be actually saving someone's life. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. That's truly amazing. I love that. My son was showing me this video, and I really don't understand. Like, I, I like the kids think this is funny, but I don't get why they think it's funny. So this kid, they have a YouTube channel, um, and I guess they make a shit ton of money from the YouTube channel, but they don't need the money. So he posted like this dollar store, but in this dollar store, there's like flat, huge flat screen TVs, PlayStations, virtual reality, like it's all crazy shit. And he's like, you can get whatever you want for a dollar. And people are walking in like, is this stolen? Yeah. And then like, no, you can just get what you want. Then the guy is like, okay, and he has a 10 and he tries to pay for it. And the guy's like, oh, I don't have change. Just take it. And the guy's like, what? And it's like this huge flat screen TV. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just, and uh, Riley's hysterically laughing. And I'm like, this is the nicest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, it's so funny. And I was like, why (laughs) is this funny? And he, because I'm just trying to understand where they come from. And he's like, it's funny. Look at their reaction. Like, they don't know what to do. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's really – it's it's crazy how people don't know what to do when you're nice. Or when you're saying like, hey, you're worth this. Like, you deserve this. Yeah. And they're like, what? I don't have to give you yeah. anything for it? Huh? <laughs> like, because we're mean? we're so raised in this like materialistic society of like, if you want something, you got to give something. You know what I mean? You got to work your ass off work. for this. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, wow, like – what could happen too? just taking it to like a broader perspective, what could happen if we actually like more people do more things like this, where it teaches people like, hey, you don't necessarily have to uh, work your ass off for certain things like you're taken care of in certain ways. Like there are nice people out there. There's generosity out there. There's love out there for you, whether it's through, you know, coming from the universe t- through people, through experiences um, and I was just thinking, man, if I had more money than I know what to do with, I would love to just set up things like that all day because there's nothing better. There is nothing yeah. better than like seeing that, seeing the 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 look on someone's face or the feeling they get of like, what? I can just have this, you know? So yeah. great. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. And there's other videos these kids did because they just have a lot of money. They're I really feel like it's the same away. people that I'm talking it's about. It's probably by the, way. the same. People, it probably is because they have amazing. a huge channel. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so sweet. But wait, Ambi. Well, I was going to say, wait, everybody wait. be nice and do something nice for somebody. Go ahead. I have to pee so bad. Again? <laughs> I just drank so much coffee. <laughs> Speaking of coffee. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to smell like coffee. No, I mean, I just drank like a full glass. Just just one cup. Um, will you vamp? No, girl. No, seriously. No, I'm going to vamp. I'll like assure everybody about being kind. I can't okay. see the comments. And then I'll Facebook, come back. I'll come back and read the Patreons. Okay, I can't see your comments, but I really feel like, wouldn't it be fun? I'm going to vamp why she goes pee. This is crazy sauce, people. Okay. Wouldn't it be fun if what we did this holiday season or like even after the holiday, it's my favorite. That's actually one of my favorite reasons of the holiday because everybody's so nice just for no reason, just to be nice. But I want to take that and like spread it out throughout the year. So I invite you guys to do something nice for somebody, pay somebody's grocery bill if you can afford it or pay somebody's layaway um, purchases. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like you'd be surprised how much $50 helps somebody. Um, I think it would just be, it would be nice if like the power company let you pay their bills, right? It's so hard to pay like your power bill sometimes like you got to enter an access code and like all this shit it's like ridiculous somebody's trying to pay my bill let them um i feel so much better anyway sorry that's ridiculous what were you talking about i was finishing up with i was encouraging everybody to do something nice and then i have an idea let's have this code on inner bloomers so what we'll do is when you do something nice for somebody you can leave a little flower on like on the inner bloomers thing. And that'll just know like I did my good deed, I did my nice thing. So leave a I little flower emoji? Nice. Little little a flower emoji. Yeah. Oh cool. Or a heart emoji, spreading joy. I like that one I like better. The, I like the Forget flower. The flower. I like You like the flower? No, I like the flower cuz I use the heart one. emoji for like everything. So Just a heart emoji though? Okay. Have flower Either or way. heart, Which, you whatever what, you want. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever spreads you joy. Okay, do people comment about your pee? No, nobody commented about the pee. Well, hey, I, I got a pee. I've I always mean, had a small Monday bladder. it's Monday at 10 a.m. What? It's Monday at 10 a.m. Um, you know what? I used to smell like coffee. Yeah, I remember you telling me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dangerous game you're playing. I don't smell like coffee yet. Not that I know of. You can tell me when I see you on a. I will. I'm gonna smell Wednesday. you. Yeah, smell I'm me. Excited. Smell me. Oh, Lisa commented a flower emoji and said, "Love it, love Yay. it." Um, cool. Patreons. Yeah, let's thank the Patreons. Uh, so thank you, Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Peter School of Irish Dance, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi of Knitter, Maribel Muncy, Mandy Ford, Kasha Boshnevich, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Jamie Parenton, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Eval Tattoo, Dana Phillips, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm C. Foster Mama on Instagram, uh, Kara Miranda, um, your Radical Heart, a million little changes.com, Alex Letiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike. 
Thank you Ooh, so much. We have a lot. Yeah, we do. And um, actually, on this note, so this Wednesday, we are doing our public conversations with ARC9, which means um, it's our Dragonfly tier of our Patreon. It's a $20 tier. Um, so we do this one once a month, and basically everyone who's a Patreon gets to ask at least one question. Um, we do it for an hour, so we see how many questions we can get to within an hour, and we do it on Facebook Live. We put you in a private Facebook group where we have all of our past conversations with Arc9, which is pretty interesting. Um, Ambie gets into her channeling state and channels this collection of Arcturian energy, which we refer to as the Arc Nine, and they answer all kinds of questions about the universe or about your life in particular. Um, they're they have a broader intelligence and they're very helpful and also interesting with the information they bring yeah. through. So if you want to be a part of that, you still have two days to get in on that. Um, we're doing it Wednesday evening. So if you sign up before Wednesday evening then we'll add you to the group um and to sign up you just need to go to our patreon which we'll put the link in this description and also in the show notes of this episode heather said i laughed about the p <laughs> thanks heather thanks heather <laughs> Amby, anything else you feel called to share um do i feel called to share um no, we still have a spot left for our retreat in December. If you want mm-hmm. to come to the Mystic Manor in Venice Beach, California. Woo-hoo-hoo. So excited. Shoulder shake. Not We're gonna, literally going to be traveling summer. together for like the next three to four weeks. It's going to be really awesome. I know. It's pretty exciting. That's the most time we've spent together. Yeah, I hope by the Mystic Manor we're not, we don't want to like kill each other. <laughs> That'll be fun. That's a a good place to do it. I mean, like, we need to get it together. Yeah. No, I think it'll be great. We'll be fine. It'll be great. Um, Yep. Or or people will see us live on the podcast like, yeah, Yeah. this is awesome. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Yeah, exactly. Um, Awesome. Are you doing your, um, your live readings tomorrow night? I'm not doing my live readings tomorrow. Oh, okay. um, I am taking a break for the next two weeks um, because Wednesday my flight leaves at like 6 a.m. So I have to get up super early. So I'm not going to be able to – I'm going to go to bed at like 8. Cool. And then the next Tuesday we are traveling. So Yep. We will be in Denver uh, from Wednesday to Sunday. Um, we're going to be there. We're going to have Wednesday free, but then the rest of it we're going to be at a retreat. So if you're around – uh, <laughs> if you're around on Wednesday and you live in Denver, let us know. We're already meeting up with one of our listeners, I think. Um, Heather said, hug it out, ladies. <laughs> we will. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, all right, everyone. Well, we love you so much. And uh, until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.